This is The Playbook. I'm super excited because it's my favorite thing to teach is how to sell. And I break it down step by step. Just remember that each step is individual and that we need to go into each step uh, with the focus or objective of each step. So we're going to start with the first step in selling, the first step in thriving, the first step in energy, creating more energy, clients creating more clients, which is the fastest, easiest, exponential way to make more money, help more people and have more fun. But the methodology that I utilize is specifically to maximize the efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success of being able to articulate a quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for, to be able to come to a logical conclusion of, can you see any reason you won't want to move forward? And then that allows you to ask, do you know anyone else that could help me? Uh, so the first step is to stimulate interest. And this might sound simple. But what I found, whether it's gratitude or stimulating interest uh, or getting people to call you back, which is stimulating interest, uh, you know, the, it, the things that are simple to do are also simple not to do. Let that sink in for a second. This is one of the major interferences or resistances that we have in our life is that the easiest and most powerful things like saying thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up or stimulating interest and staying focused on a key objective uh, that will quantitatively give you the most value is the simplest things to do are also the simplest things not to do. And human nature is always searching for an outcome. And because the simplest things that we do don't create instant outcomes the majority of the time, we end up realizing or effectuating the simple things are just as simple not to do. And so remember, anything that's simple to do is simple not to do. So fall into the category of it's simple to do, therefore I'm going to do it now. What is stimulating interest? Stimulating interest is getting somebody to get to the next step. Now, there's one key element of stimulating interest that a lot of people don't realize. And that's that the majority of the people, over 90% of the people, when we're selling or sharing a vision, don't get back, back to us. Whether it's in person, on the phone, via email, or media, traditional or social media, our only objective is to transition interest. That's why we <laughs> stimulate interest, is to transition it to give us an opportunity to articulate the value to exceed what we're asking for. So I want everyone from today forward to start with the mindset, hard set and handset that my only objective is to stimulate interest. And in order to increase my statistical success exponentially, I just need to get people to get back to me because the majority of the people don't. Imagine the success rate that you'll have if one in a hundred people get back to you via email and you're able now to have two out of a hundred get back to you, you instantly will double your results as well. Just doing the same thing with the same skills, knowledge, and desire. The only difference is you'll get more at-bats, more chances, more repetitions. You'll become more consistent, persistent in the pursuit of your ability to articulate quantitative value. And therefore, inherent in getting people to get back to you you get better at it. So your statistical success of selling or articulating quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for increases exponentially as well. It's amazing how many people send or give messages 
that are selling. They sell on an answering machine. They sell on an email. They, that's not, not the objective. How many people receive a voicemail of somebody who's selling them and instantly order? How many people get an email and instantly order? No, we usually go back. And so only objective that we should do is to stimulate interest first. Stimulate interest to either if we get in touch with someone to transition the interest at that time or utilizing in person on the phone via email or media to get someone to get back to us. Have them get back to you uh, in, requires you at the only time to be more interesting than interested. All the other four key components of a five to thrive selling system is to be more interested than interesting. The only time we're more interesting than interested is to stimulate interest to get someone to call us back. And I am constantly practicing getting people to call, email, social media, DM, whatever it is, me back. And so every thing that I put out there that is intended to get people to share value or share vision with me is to just stimulate interest to get back to me. So for example, even in this training, I want to stimulate your interest by hopefully enticing you by interesting you, interested, making you interested and by being interesting on the five to thrive to get back to me to get a five to thrive guide so you can practice this, so you can make more money, help more people and have more fun. Because as much as you think this sounds simple, remember it's simple to do, but it's equally simple not to do. So you, we need reminders, remembrances, we need to practice this. So what we wanna do is we wanna practice stimulating interest. Now, one of the inherent roles of uh, stimulating interest is that uh, it is impossible to stimulate interest of a closed mind. And so we have to have whatever methodology you utilize to uh, find an open mind at its right time because everybody has an open mind. It's just a matter of time. Some people have an open mind majority of the time, which sometimes are the harder people to get to close because they have so many options, opportunities, and touches of favor. And then other people have a closed mind the majority of the time, which if you can stimulate their interest when they have an open mind, it's actually easier to close an opportunity or share a vision with a person who has a closed mind, but you were capable of sharing your or stimulating interest when they had an open mind. So how do we do that? Well, we utilize the three no rule, uh, which tells us, hey, are you interested, right? In stimulating interest, please call me back. And, you know, trying to peak with credibility and emotional attachment, somebody to take action to get back to us, email, call, text, whatever it may be. And if they say no or don't get back to us, that's one. If they do it again, that's two. And if on a third time they don't get back to you or even say no, then all you got to do is realize it's just a matter of time. So put it out there that this obviously isn't a good time. When it is, please get back to me. Statistically, that's the best thing that you can do because it takes a thousand times the energy to re-engineer or articulate a value to a closed mind than it does an open mind. And you are utilizing the best percentage of being able to share a vision because 
50% or more of the people will never get back to you. But at least you stop trying. And for the other 50% or so, all you've done is accelerated them to get back to you because on the third try, when you take away the credibility, emotional attachment that you're trying to stimulate, they chase back and now they come to you and say, it's, you know, sorry, it took me so long, but. So we want to take the first step of stimulating interest and make sure that we're cognizant not to sell, not to go into the reasons, impacts, and capabilities, the features and benefits, but simply get somebody through a statement of credibility and an emotional attachment to get back to us to create a compelling event of an open mind so that you have an opportunity to get to step two. Step two in any sales is to transition the interest from being interesting and stimulating interest to interested. And we want in these next four steps to be more interested than interesting. The only step that you want to be interesting in is stimulating interest, utilizing uh, credibility and emotional attachment and the three no rule to effectuate the efficiency, effectiveness and statistical success of getting more chances to articulate a quantitative value to exceed what we're asking for. And so in the sales process, what we want to do now is transition interest. And how do we do that? With one simple question. What are you doing today or what do you think about this or how are you dealing with this today? Blank. So it could be, what are you doing today with solar? What do you know about solar? What uh, do you have solar? What Something open-ended about what you are trying to articulate a value of. It could be the Genius Network. It could be a book. It could be speaking. It could be uh, an enterprise SaaS solution. Whatever it may be, right? What are you doing today? Or how do you do this today? Or whatever it is that's open-ended that is concerning what you would like to articulate quantitative value. And how do we articulate quantitative value? The next set of questions in transitioning interest. What do you like about it? And what don't you like about it? When we know what somebody is doing today and what they like about it, and what they don't like about it, we're able to then move to the third step. So the first step is to stimulate interest by being more interesting than interested. And the second step is to be more interested than interesting and to ask, what are you doing today? How do you feel about this today? Do you know anyone doing this today? Whatever it is concerning your subject matter, your value proposition, find out where somebody is at, and then ask what they like and don't like. Why is that? Because that's how we set up one of the most critical, I think it's the second most critical part of uh, the five to thrive, which is to share a vision. You can't share a vision if you don't know somebody else's perspective and feelings. So if you don't know what they're thinking about it, doing about it, saying about it, believing about it and feeling about it, it is impossible to articulate value to exceed what you're asking for. So we want to utilize the second step of transitioning interest to find out what somebody's doing today, saying today, thinking today, 
believing today and feeling today about the subject matter in which you want to articulate quantitative value for. And how do we do that? Well, we understand then in order to articulate value, all we need to do is to give people more of what they like and take away more of what they don't like. And so in a shared vision, once we can meet someone where they're at in the five levels of intention that they have, according to the subject matter that you want to articulate quantitative value for, what you want to do is ask, would it help you if? And what you fill in with will you help you if are the reasons, the impacts and capabilities, the features and benefits. Too many people dump feature and benefits first in the stimulating of interest process or second in the transitioning of interest process or especially in the third step of sharing a vision. So many people think they need to oversell, back and sell, lie, manipulate, or cheat by utilizing features and benefits and force feeding it down someone's throat without knowing what they like and don't like. It's so easy. Where do you want to go to eat? Where do you like to go to eat? What do you like to eat? What don't you like to, to eat? Would it help you if I found you the best barbecue place in the world? Would it help you if I ate the fish off of your plate, whatever it may be. It's so easy to understand how we can thrive professionally and personally if we break down the ability of value and shared vision and the articulation of that value. What do I mean by articulate value? Well, you know, a lot of people are so close to what they do and they're so in love with their own product solution, service or self that they make a critical error called assumption. They assume that everyone else knows everything else of what they've been working on for the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years. And they also assume that not only does someone know as much as they know, but they are in love with what they do as much as they are. I'm sorry to break it to you. That's just not true. So we have to use the five to thrive system to stimulate interest, to understand and get a statistical success of getting people to call us back by utilizing the three no rule and then transition interest by finding out where people are at today by asking them where they're at today and then asking them what they like and don't like about where they are today. And then using the reasons, impacts, and capabilities that we have as an arsenal to add value to what they like and take away what they don't like and add more value and then quantify it to be of greater value than what we're asking for. And that takes practice. Because just because we've been doing it 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years doesn't mean that the other person knows what we know and certainly is not in love with what we're in love with. So we need to practice articulating the quantitative value of what we're doing to exceed what we're asking for. Because it does no good for you to know and not be able to articulate it. It does you no good for you to love and not articulate it. So you need to practice the articulation of the quantitative value again 
and again and again. And guess what? Practice makes perfect. You will only get better in the articulation of value. Stimulating interest is the only thing in the world where you are more interesting than interested. And the key objective of all stimulation of interest is to get somebody to get back to you so you can transition their interest. They can get back to you right away, meaning as you're having a conversation or via phone, text, email, or social or traditional media. What's the goal of a billboard? Right, to get people to get back to you. What's the goal of a radio commercial? The same thing. What's the goal of a DM or a post? The same thing. What's the goal of a text message? The same thing. A voice message, the same thing. Get people to call you back so you can find out what they're doing today and what they like and what they don't like. Now you're ready to articulate quantitative value utilizing the reasons, impacts, and capabilities. It takes credibility and emotional attachment to stimulate interest as well as transition interest. And it takes the reasons, impacts, and capability as an arsenal to feed more of what they like and take away more of what they don't like. Now, most people, when we're able to articulate a quantitative value to exceed what we're asking for, and we get to a point where people say to us, hey, you know, that sounds great. Most people think they're at least 80% done. I made a sale. They agreed to do it. This is a huge mistake. As we progress into the most critical part of a sale called managing and developing that vision, we can save ourselves a ton of time, money, emotion, and value. And how do we do that? We create a go, no, go plan. A go, no, go plan could be a simple written email, or it could be an entire multi-million dollar scoping. But a go, no, go plan allows us to have a construct of mutual agreement in which to effectuate what was promised. But more importantly, it is a memorialization of what we said. Why? Because people forget. I tell people all the time, look, I, I, this is non-binding, right? Any agreement that I have is non-binding. I always only work month to month, non-binding overlap agreements, agreements, consulting, coaching, whatever I do, non-binding. But it is a memorialization of what each of us believe that we promised and said. It's a memorialization, why? Not because I don't trust you, but because I have a horrible memory. And I tell people that. that. I tell people, look, I, I need to put this in writing. I wanna create a go, no go plan that says, hey, we decided our next step is this on this date, our next step is this on this date, our next step is this on this date. So we're gonna you know, go ahead and have a demo on this day. We're gonna go ahead and go over the agreement on this day. We'll have the agreement signed by this date. Payment will be due this date. Whatever it is, I go through and create a go, no go plan as a memorialization, a non-binding memorialization so that I can remember what I promised and you promised and that we can go back to it when our perceptions are differing. And that's all it is. I can't tell you how much time, emotion, value, and money you will save by utilizing a go, no-go plan to transition into managing and developing a vision. There's so many people out there training to exceed expectations. I uh, very, very rarely, although that's my 
uh, intention is to exceed expectations, that may be one of the most difficult things in the world to do. And very rarely have I ever been able to do it. Uh, only times I find that I can do it is when people think far too low of me and then I'm able to exceed that expectation. But in business, I have found that if you meet expectations, if you manage and develop a vision, if you use a go, no go plan and stay aligned from the time you have a mutual accord of agreement of quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for. When you ask, do you see any reason you want, want to move forward? And the person says, yes. And then creating a go, no go plan. If I can meet the expectations that I have outdone 99.9% .9 of the other people in the world. And that in order to thrive, in order to be a business that exponentially grows and accelerates with the least expensive marketing tool in the world, which is other people, other clients, other friends telling people, do you know David Meltzer? Do you know this product? You should try this. The best example I have for that is, and I went to see yes with Amelia, uh, is uh, Apple. Because I, I was a huge IBM ThinkPad person. I had a BlackBerry 957 pager. I was, was so ingrained in the big blue world. And I remember sitting on an airplane and the guy next to me, I'm waiting for my uh, ThinkPad, my IBM ThinkPad to boot up and it had viruses and it took forever. By the time my computer booted up, this guy was like 15 minutes into uh, his work on his Mac. And I looked over at him and I said to him, hey man, I wish I could, I wish I was a teacher, an artist. He said, why is that? He said, cause I could use one of those computers. He said, what are you talking about? He said, I'm a Wall Street guy. I said, well, how are you using that Mac? I said, I need Excel. I need PowerPoint. I need Word. Like, I, I'm not getting it. He goes, well, and he went forward and sold me on, on everything that he loved about his Mac. From that day, I went and bought one. And since then, I have spent millions of dollars with Apple. Millions of dollars. And when they come up with new stuff, sometimes I'm resistant and then I try it because somebody else is using it and tells me how great it is. But think about it. Apple has made millions of dollars off of me because other users are selling me all the time. I just went to Europe with my friend, the CEO of Verb, Roy Kataya, and he had the Ultra uh, watch, right? And he was selling me that. And all I could think of is... This company is able to stimulate interest, transition interest, share a vision, but they manage and develop that vision from their customer so well that their customer has to sell you. Is there a more efficient, is there a more effective way to thrive than other people creating other people for you? Empowering other people, empowering other people for you. My mission of empowering over a billion people is based off of the five to thrive. I want to stimulate interest, transition interest, and share a vision that you can make more money, help more people, and have more fun. But I want to manage and develop the vision by doing these trainings and so many other things, the exercises, guides, the books that I give away for free, so that the vision that I give you 
to make money, help people and have fun is carried forward by empowering you with what I deem to be a go, no go plan. The exercises, guides, and books that I give away for free. I don't know anyone else that signs their books, pay for the books, pay for shipping and give them out. I don't know anyone else that gives their training, their exercises and guides. Why do I do it for free? Because it's the easiest way to articulate quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for. It's a very low bar to, to manage and develop a vision for. And all you have to do is get back to me by emailing me. I want to stimulate your interest, hopefully, by giving you a taste of what it's like to thrive, to allow your energy to create more energy, to allow your business to create more business, to empower every single one of your partners, friends, family, associates, and clients to get you more partners, friends, associates, and clients simply by stimulating interest, getting people to get back to you, transitioning that interest by asking them where they're at today, what they like and don't like, by articulating the quantitative value by understanding the reasons, impacts, and capabilities that you have as an arsenal to give them more of what they like and take away more of what they don't like. And then critically to create a memorialization, not a binding agreement, but a more memorialization to manage and to manage and develop, not exceed, to manage and develop the expectations. And if you do this, you will thrive. You will thrive. I guarantee it. You will make more money, help more people, and have more fun. Utilize the Five to Thrive Guide. Practice it every day. And I promise you the exponentiality, the compound interest acceleration, the aggregate effect of this process, no matter where it is utilized in your personal or professional life, will create abundance for you and others. I want to thank you very much. It's been a long time since I've given that training. It's evolved. But please reach out to me for the Five to Thrive exercise. Uh, it will help you so much. Make it your own. Utilize it how you wish. But it is a clear, concise, simple thing to do. And remember, if it's simple to do, it's simple not to do as well. So beware.